Welcome to the Lit Baron of Life. This is your host, Lucas Taylor. Today we're going to be reading Daniel 1 through 3, Kashrut, as a test of faithfulness. In the third year of the reign of King Jehoiakim of Judah, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came to Jerusalem and besieged it. God gave King Jehoiakim of Judah into his hand, along with some of the vessels of the house of God. He brought them into the land of Shinar, to the house of his God, and put the vessels into the treasure house of his God. Then the king told Ashpenaz, the chief of his officials, to bring in some of the sons of Israel from royal descent and nobility. Use without any defect, handsome, proficient in all wisdom, knowledgeable, intelligent, and capable of serving in the king's palace. He was to teach them the literature and language of the Chaldeans. The king allotted them a daily portion from the king's delicacies and from the wine that he drank. They were to be trained for three years. At the end, they were to be stand before the king. Now among them were some from the sons of Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah. The chief officer gave them new names to Daniel, Belshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the king's delicacies or with the wine he was drinking. So he entreated the chief official permission to not defile himself. Now God caused the chief official to show mercy and compassion to Daniel. But the chief official said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king who allotted your food and your drink. Why should he see your faces looking poorly, unlike the other youths of your age? Then the king would have my head because of you. Daniel then said to the guard whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Please test your servants for ten days, giving us just vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance and the appearance of the youths who eat the king's delicacies and treat your servants according to what you see. So he listened to them in this matter and tested them for ten days. At the end of ten days, their appearance looked better and their bodies healthier than all the youths who ate the king's food. So the guard took away their delicacies and the wine they were supposed to drink and gave them vegetables instead. Now as for these four youths, God gave them knowledge and proficiency in every kind of wisdom and literature, and Daniel could understand all sorts of visions and dreams. At the end of the time set by the king to bring them in, the chief official presented them before Nebuchadnezzar. When the king spoke with them, he did not find among all of them anyone like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah. So they entered the king's service. 
in every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king questioned them. He found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers throughout his realm. Daniel remained there until the first year of King Cyrus. The King's Dream and Demand In the second year of his reign, Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams. His spirit was troubled, and sleep escaped him. So the king issued an order to summon the magicians, astrologers, sorcerers, and Chaldeans in order to explain to the king his dream. When they came and stood before the king, he said, said to them, I have dreamed a dream, and my spirit is anxious to understand the dream. Then the Chaldeans spoke to the king in Aramaic, May the king live forever. Tell your servants the dream, and we will declare the interpretation. The king answered the Chaldean, saying, I firmly decree, if you do not make the dream and its meaning known to me, you will be torn limb from limb and your houses reduced to rubble. But if you tell the dream and its meaning, you will receive from me gifts and rewards and great honor. So tell me the dream and its meaning. They responded a second time, saying, Let the king tell his servants the dream, and we will declare the interpretation. The king replied, saying, I know for sure that you are buying time, since you see that I have firmly decreed that if you do not reveal the dream to me, there is only one verdict for you. You have conspired to say something false and fraudulent until such a time as things might change. So then tell me the dream and I will know that you can tell me its meaning. The Chaldeans answered the king saying, There is no man on earth who can meet the king's demand for no great king, however great in might or mighty has ever asked such a thing from any magician, astrologer, or Chaldean. What the king asks is too difficult. There is no one who could declare it to the king except the gods, whose dwelling is not with the mortals. Because of this, the king became furiously angry and gave orders to execute all the wise men of Babylon. So the decree went out to the wise men who were about to be slaughtered. They also sought Daniel and his companions to e execute them. Then Daniel spoke with tact and discretion to Arioch, who was captain of the king's guard and who had set out to execute the wise men of Babylon. He spoke up and said, Arioch, the king's captain, why is the king's decree so urgent? Urgent. Then Arioch informed Daniel about the matter. So Daniel went in and asked the king to grant him time, so that he might disclose the interpretation to the king. Then Daniel went to his house and informed his friends Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah about the matter. So they would request mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery so that Daniel and his friends would not perish along with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. The dream revealed to Daniel. During the night, mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel blessed 
the God of heaven, and answered, saying, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. He changes times and seasons. He removes kings and installs kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and light dwells with him. To you, O God of my fathers, I give thanks and praise. For you give me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we asked of you. You reveal to us the word of the king. Daniel interprets the dream. Then Daniel went to Arioch, whom the king had appointed to destroy the wise men of Babylon, and said to him, Do not destroy the wise men of Babylon. Bring me in before the king, and I will declare the interpretation to the king. So Arioch quickly ushered Daniel into the king's presence and said to him, I have found a man among the sons of the exiles from Judah who can make known the interpretation to the king. The king then asked Daniel, who was renamed Belshazzar, Are you able to reveal to me the dream that I saw as well as its interpretation? Daniel answered the king, saying, The mystery about which the king inquired is such that neither wise men, astrologers, magicians, or sorcerers can disclose it to the king. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. He has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar the things that will happen in the latter days. The dream and the visions that went through your head as you lay on your bed are these. To you, O king, as you lay on your bed, came thoughts about what will come to pass in the future. The revealer of mysteries has made known to you what is going to happen. But as for me, this mystery is not revealed to me, because I possess more wisdom than any other living person. But in order that the king may know the interpretation and understands, understand the thoughts of your heart. The Statue of Four Kingdoms you looked, O king, and behold, there was before you stood a huge statue, an enormous and dazzling image, whose appearance was awesome. The head of that statue was of pure gold, its breasts and its arms of silver, its belly and its thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, and its feet partly iron and partly clay. While you were watching, a stone was cut out, but not by hands. It struck the statue on its feet of iron and clay and smashed them. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were crushed together and became like chaff from summer threshing floors that the wind blows away. Not a trace of them could be found. Then the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This was the dream. Now we will, now we will tell the king its interpretation. You, O king, are the king of kings to whom 
the God of heaven has given sovereignty, power, might, and glory. Wherever mankind, beasts of the field and fowls of the heaven dwell, he has given them into your hand and made you ruler over them all. You are the head of gold. Now, after you, another kingdom will arise, one inferior to yours. Next, a third kingdom, one of bronze, will rule over all the earth. Finally, there will be a fourth kingdom, strong as iron, for iron shatters and breaks everything. And just as iron smashes everything, so will it shatter and crush all the others. Just as you saw that the feet and the toes were partly potter's clay and partly iron, so this will be divided, a divided kingdom. It will have some of the strength of iron, for you saw the iron mixed with clay. As the toes of the feet were partly iron and partly clay, so this kingdom will be partly strong and partly brittle. Just as you saw iron mixed with clay, people will mix with one another, but they will not adhere to one another, just as iron does not mix with clay. Now in the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, nor will this kingdom be left to another people. It will crush and bring to an end all of these kingdoms but it will endure forever. For just as you saw a stone cut out of, the, out of a mountain, yet not by hands, crush the iron, bronze, clay, silver, and gold, the great God has made known to the king what will happen in the future. Now the dream is certain, and its interpretation is trustworthy. The king Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face and paid homage to Daniel and gave orders that an offering and incense be provided for him. In response, the king said to Daniel, Surely your God is the God of gods, the Lord of kings, and the revealer of mysteries, for you were able to reveal the secret. Then the king promoted Daniel and lavished on him many marvelous gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief over all the wise men of Babylon. Moreover, at Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the administration of the province of Babylon, while Daniel remained at the royal court. A gold idol and a blazing furnace. King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold, 60 cubits high and 6 cubits wide. He set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. The King Nebuchadnezzar summoned the satraps, prefects, governors, counselors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the authorities of the province to come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Then satraps, administrators, governors, counselors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the authorities of the province assembled for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had erected. They stood before the 
image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then the herald loudly proclaimed, You are commanded, O peoples, nations, and languages, that when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and all kinds of music, you must fall down and worship the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Whoever does not fall down and worship will that same hour be thrown into the midst of furnace of blazing fire. Therefore, as soon as all the peoples heard the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, and pipes, and all kinds of music, all the peoples, nations, and languages fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. At the time, certain Chaldeans came forward and denounced the Jews. They spoke up and said to the king Nebuchadnezzar, May the king live forever. You, O king, made a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the golden image. And whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into the midst of the furnace of blazing fire. There are certain Jews whom you appointed over the administration of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Those men pay no heed to you, O king. They do not serve your gods, nor the Will they worship the golden image that you have set up? Furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar ordered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be summoned. When these men were brought before the king, Nebuchadnezzar responded to them, saying, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you don't serve my gods or worship the golden image that you set up? Now, if you are ready at the moment, you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zithers, lyre, harp, and pipes, and all kinds of music, you must fall down and worship the image that I have made. But if you do not worship, you will immediately be thrown into the midst of the furnace of blazing fire. Then what God will be able to deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, saying, O oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to answer you concerning this matter. If it is so, our God, whom we serve, is able to save us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. Yet, even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods, nor worship the golden image that you set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with rage, and the appearance of his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He ordered the furnace to be heated seven times hotter than it was normally heated, and commanded some of the mighty men in his army to tie up. Shadrach, Meshach, and to begin Abednego, and to cast them into the furnace of blazing fire. So these men, wearing their robes, tunics, hats, and other clothes, were bound and thrown into the furnace of blazing fire. But because the king's order was so urgent, and the furnace is so extremely hot, a raging flame killed those men who carried up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego 
and these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell bound into the midst of the furnace of blazing fire. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and leapt to his feet. He, was, he asked his ministers, Didn't we cast three men bound into the middle of the fire? They replied to the king, Surely, O king. But he answered, saying, Look, I see four men walking about unbound and unharmed in the middle of the fire, and the fourth has the appearance like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the door of the furnace of blazing fire and exclaimed, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the middle of the fire. When the satraps, administrators, governors, and royal ministers had gathered around, they saw that the fire had no effect on the bodies of these men. Not a hair on their head was singed, nor were their robes scorched, nor was there a smell of fire on them. Nebuchadnezzar exclaimed, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him. They defied the king's edict and gave up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore I hereby decree that any people, nation, or language that says anything slanderous against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego will be torn limb from limb, and their house made a pile of rubble, because there is no other God that is able to deliver the, in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar acknowledges God's kingdom. King Nebuchadnezzar to all peoples, nations, and languages who dwell in all the earth, may your peace abound. It seemed good to me to declare the signs and wonders that God Most High has done for me. How great are his signs, how mighty are his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, his dominion from generation to generation. And that concludes Daniel 1 through 3. If you're curious about anything that I just read, specifically Daniel, please go down and check out my uh, show notes and description because I have some suggested resources that I put down there, non-sponsored. Yeah, so. And now it's time for the fortune cookie of today. The real, the really great man is the man who makes everyone feel great. Well, I think that works pretty well with, with um, Daniel. Daniel, at least in that first part of the story, seemed pretty to make uh, people feel pretty pretty good specifically the king also saved like all the wise people of babylon so that's uh, that's for sure something to try to try to be you know be better at being someone who makes people happy or feel good you know that's like the ultimate goal i think but anyways as for the national day today today is um, one moment, National Sons Day. 
National Marching Music Day, National Grammar Day, National Hug a GI Day, National Pound Cake Day, National Hospitalist Day. Yeah, that's a lot of national days today. Um, well, first of all, I'm a son, so that's kind of cool. Marching music. Mm, I don't know. I know a lot of, or at least I knew some people in high school who did marching band. That was cool. Not really my favorite. They should do Imperial March as a marching band song. That would be pretty cool. And then grammar. I don't know. My grammar kind of sucks. I'm not that great at spelling. My my um, strong point is using, um, or my strong point and downfall is uh, spell spell check. Anyone who messages me um, may know that my spell check often often screws with me, and or I screw with myself, or as in I mess up. And then hug a GI, yeah. I'm not sure what a GI is, but some sort of military person. But you know, work for our country, you know, that's something to respect. And then pound cake, I love cake. It'd be cool to have some pound cake right about now. And then national, national, national hospitalist. I'm not sure what a hospitalist is. Let me look. I mean, I'm looking at nationalday.com in case you wanted to know. Um, something to do with a oh, hospitalist. I think it's just like the people in a hospital. Hey, they're working hard right now, especially with COVID. Because people are being stupid and not being careful enough. I mean, of course, some people can't help it. But anyways, um, yeah. Uh, bravo to those people helping being uh, risking their lives on the front lines that's always that's awesome and then yeah I think that's it for national days and then the deep question of today is one moment one moment hold on I'm usually more prepared um, what makes you feel accomplished I don't know I think getting things done that I promise, you know, like if I say something, I like to get it done, you know, I like to, I don't like to say things that I don't do. So, you know, I always try to make an effort to get, if I make a goal or have something done, I like to accomplish it or at least, at least try, you know, I know Yoda says, do it or not, there is no tray, but you know, Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> um, what about you? If you want to uh, uh, let me know, go ahead and go down into the description and there'll be a link so you can uh, send a voice response and tell me what you think, you, um, what makes you feel accomplished. And then also, if you like the show, please consider... Uh, Liking, subscribing, following, leaving a review. Depend obviously it depends if you're watching on YouTube or listening to the podcast. All of that helps. So I'd appreciate it.
Thanks. Adios.